and welcome to the Jane of All Trades podcast, a little show about a lot of different things. I am your host, Felicia York, and today is a bonus episode. Here are the clips that did not make it into episode three, The Bohemian Jane with my friend Brandy Sager. So if you have not yet listened to that episode, go back and start there. I really like these clips because you really get a glimpse into our friendship and into both of our personalities. Editor's note, I had to take out a lot of laughter. But without further ado, take a listen. How do you how do you do it when you move though? Like what's your process when you move across the country or you move somewhere? Do you go sight unseen or how do you do it? Yeah. Personally. So, <laughs> I mean, okay, so let me just dial it back a little bit. You your story of like how you moved to Miami and stuff like that, that actually inspired me when I moved to Seattle. Ah. Um, I moved to Seattle. I was just like, you know, if Brandy can move from New York to Miami and, you know, make it work. Everything kind of worked out. And I really, when I came to visit you and I saw, like, your cute little apartment and you had all the plants and stuff, and then it was just a walk to the beach, a walk to the grocery store, like, everything was there. I was like, I want to have that life. Like, yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and when I moved to Seattle, I was homeless for a week. Um, yeah. It's scary. It's scary. <laughs> and yeah, I was scary because I was living in a um in a hotel, the cheapest hotel I could find. It was like fifty dollars a night, and they were the only hotel that was that cheap that accepted dogs. And uh huh, it was like five dollars extra for captain. Yeah, yeah. And then it smelled like smoke, even though it was no smoking, and because yeah. they were the only hotel that was cheap that accepted dogs, there were like 1,800 other dogs in the hotel. And you know how dogs are, like, they just bark at other dogs yeah, for no reason. of course. So, and then I wanted to kind of be cheaper, and I didn't tell them I had a dog, but save <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Just need> some money. <laughs> but like you said, you know, it worked out. I found my apartment in like a week. And um, I moved right in because I had some money saved or whatever, and it was great. So yeah, I mean that's the key. I wouldn't I wouldn't have gone if I didn't have enough for first to last security. Plus, you know, I you know we had we had enough we had enough to make it a few months, and and he did he worked right away. I wouldn't go without all that. But you know, you move and you find somewhere temporary, and then you look for what you actually want. It's, I'm so right. scared of sight unseen. Sight unseen it terrifies me. Oh, yeah. You so know? you did ask me about that for um, North Carolina. So in Charlotte, um, it was a lot of research. I researched the area that I wanted. So everyone kept telling me to go to Matthews, which was outside. It's like 20 minutes outside of downtown Charlotte. And... Um, I knew the price range that I wanted for my apartment, and I knew that, you know, I need creature comforts, like, you know, washing yeah. machine, washer yeah. and dryer the in the unit. Yeah, yeah, the amenities. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> but within a price, like a certain price range, 
And then I also knew that I wanted to be close to grocery stores and, you know, all that stuff. So I researched for, like, every day for hours for maybe, like, a week. And then you have to cross-check, you know, different sites have different reviews, and some people have reviews based on, you know, I don't like the girl in the leasing office. So it's like, yeah. okay. You have to read through the bullshit, of course. Yeah. But, you know, my main thing always goes back to snakes. Um, you can't live within, like, a two-mile radius of a body of water because oh. that's how snakes get into your sewer system and end up in your toilet. That, though, how often... What it, statistically, how often does that actually happen? It happens. No. <laughs> now, so like in the reviews of like apartments, so like there were so many reviews of we found a snake in a living room. room. Are you serious? Because <laughs> also, you know, there we have hurricanes here, so you know when there's a lot of water. The snake gate, you know. Yeah, they spread. That makes sense. So that was also on my radar. <laughs> it happens. It does. I mean, I believe you. I do. <laughs> but that has not um, happened to you, and you live on the beach. Certainly basically. no. <laughs> yes. But, but no. You know, like, we're getting older, and I've made the decision not to have children. Yeah. And, like, every now and again, I get, like, a little mini heart attack. Like, wait, you're really not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, we're really not going to do it, body. No. I do not. There were times when I was with Keenan where I thought we would make a beautiful child. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I have never, ever felt like, I feel like there's, you know, I've talked to other friends who cannot have children and they feel like a true sense of loss or like a real need to, to grow a human and then raise them. And I've just never, it's just never been for me. And, and I've never really questioned that. And I'm, I have Sanji and she is like I spoil her to death and she is she is my child and you know someday she will pass in mm-hmm. however many years and then you know I'm just going to have another one at that point but raising a kid and and having children and like I wouldn't want to do it unless I met a man that I actually wanted to raise a child with, mm-hmm. and that has certainly never happened. So, right. <laughs> no, I mean it's just a fleeting moment, and it's not about. It's I think it's more so about. Is it passing on the legacy? What is it? No, what no, is, no, no. What, <laughs> but, like what is it? What? It's a moment where I'm a afraid that I'm going to be alone and like alone alone and it's like wait you know like you know 
your parents, they pass away. It's gonna, you're gonna get to a moment where you're evil and there's gonna be no one there except for maybe like paid caretakers or some, something like that. Right. But that's really what it stems from. Well, it's a reason to have a kid, but. It yeah. is, that's actually, you, there's no guarantee that your child is gonna take care of you, first of all. I mean, you mm-hmm. just don't know. You just don't. I, everyone would like to think that, but it's not necessarily the case. But what I've been doing is I've been um, spoiling very specific nieces and nephews. Um, <laughs> and as they get older, we'll discover who is successful, and they will get spoiled more, and then they will be my fallback if I find myself, you know, that type of alone. But the more likely thing is that it's going to be a golden girl scenario, you know, mm-hmm. and me and all of my lifelong, you know, friends that are also single will just end up living together and making that work. So I, I'm I'm thinking on a golden girl scenario for myself. But lately, I mean, I've had so much time to think. Um, mm-hmm. The next thing for me, I'm then it's time for me to leave the gallery. Um, my next step, I will go back to, you know, more of an entrepreneur capacity where either it's my own gallery or um, I've been thinking about potentially doing, uh, becoming like a, a representative for artists. It's hard. I work with um, a lot of I come in contact with, I should say, a lot of artists that are very talented, but they just don't know how to get it out there. They don't know how to market themselves. They don't know how to present it to the world. And oftentimes when you're an artist, that just, you're so focused on the creation aspect. Like you, it's very rare to find a, someone who is, who can be full, you know, market themselves and also be a creator so for me next step after this and maybe it's QS maybe it's somewhere else like the future is the most up in the air right now um, with everything we just don't know what the future holds but it'll either be me I will either have my own gallery space or I will be a nice behind the scenes person um, helping artists put together you know, basically like a package that is authentic to them that they can use to, you know, just get their career rolling. Um, and those are the two things that I'm sort of toying with as, as next step. And, you know, who knows where that will lead. That's as far ahead as I've, as I've thought. But those, one of those things are in the works, so. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like I need that. There's so many ways to reach people, but yet you feel like you're not actually reaching them. And it's, it's, it can be quite I don't know, confusing and frustrating. So it's, it's also, it's hard to, uh, and it's even for me, I think for everyone, it's hard to see how, like you, you know yourself so deeply, and as an artist, you know your work from a very singular standpoint. But you may not understand the way that you're perceived by the world, and mm-hmm. 
you know, that is something that, I mean, that's what I do. I help my, my new artists. Um, that's something that I, I work with them on. And it's one of the most gratifying things that I do. It's just like, you know, this is the feedback. This is, this is what, you know, these are the, the adjectives or these are the things that you should focus on. Um, and it's, it's helped people. And I love that. Do yeah. you think that you would ever give up the beach life? I don't know. I, you know, it's, yeah, you know, eventually someday because I do, um, I do want to experience living in the desert. That's on Ooh. my list. So I've, I've been in the mountains. I've been, at, you know, on the beaches and on the water, but I've never experienced desert living. So like Joshua Tree area of California has kind of been calling my name. Hmm. Maybe. Like what kind of I've I'm not I've heard of Joshua Tree but not but in passing. Um, but what kind of desert living? Like live trying to live off the land or well there's Girl no. No. <laughs> not live off the land. You know, it's just like, you know, mountain people are different than island people. And, mm -hmm. you know, like I, I lived very briefly in, in the south in Georgia, Atlanta, and then a little bit um, near Savannah. Um, you know, so like landlocked, but the south. And um, I don't know, just like the desert and just it's, it's, there's I, I follow a bunch of artists. So like, um, what was her name? Oh my God, I'm drawing a complete and total blank. Who was the, the painter, the woman that did all of the very provocative, um, flower painting? Are you asking me? Yes, I'm asking you. Like, uh, let me Google provocative flower Provocative painting. flower paintings. Like they were very vaginal. Oh, um, wow. Okay. She lived in the desert. Georgia O'Keeffe? Georgia O'Keeffe, thank you. So she okay. lived in the desert, and, I, you know, she, I, time I think of her, she's of a certain age, and it's like 50, when she was in her 50s and 60s, it wasn't when she was younger, you know, I'm, I'm still in my 30s, but like, I feel like at that age, so it's, it's a ways out, but, you know, I want to experience the desert, and it just is like people thriving in conditions that are like not perfect and but at the same time it's not like winter you know like winter mm -hmm. wonderland like it is in montana so i want to experience that i want like there's something very romantic about it for me and you know a lot of creative people come from areas like that and i'm just so curious about it and i'm not ready for it yet but that is in the future for me and Joshua Tree, because I think it's near, what is it, it's Palm Springs is right there, right? In California uh, with all of the the um, the mid-century modern architecture and, you know, like it's it's a whole scene. So that's mm -hmm. like the, that's like the baby step for me. That would be like the, the baby step of going desert uh, and seeing what that's all about. I don't think I'm quite ready for like an Arizona desert, like real deserty desert kind of place 
but I could do a California desert. That's easy. Okay. I mean, yeah. uh, when I visited Colorado, that uh-huh. felt very much like a desert, um, even though I'm sure it doesn't really qualify. But coming from the lush greenery of of Washington to go uh-huh. to, like, flat <laughs> Colorado, it was very yeah. interesting with the red rocks and all that stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Very interesting. <laughs> you you got you you do not sound sold on the desert. <laughs> no. I mean I would I would come visit you, right? And and I would try it out for like a weekend. Sure, 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 sure. But what it is know. now hmm? I don't know. I honestly, I don't, like, I know what you do in the mountains for fun, and I know what you do at the beach for fun. I don't know what you do in the desert for fun. I don't actually know what that looks like. I just want to find out. All right, we'll find out. I'm gonna, and you are gonna come for two weeks. Two weeks? Two weeks in the desert. There will be air conditioner, I promise. Okay, and mushrooms. And a pool, yeah. Pay what is it? Peyote. Peyote in the yeah. desert. <laughs> I feel like that's what you do. Like I'm just terrified of snakes. Is. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when I think of desert, I think of like rattlesnakes and copper. Well, not copperheads, but like rattlesnakes specifically. Yeah. Like, I don't know that's real. That. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Mm, I'm always thinking about the snakes. Sure. I'm thinking about the snakes. <laughs> would you or would you go back to, didn't you, were, were, did you go briefly to California or were you just working in San Diego, no. right? <clears throat> yeah, I lived there for a short time. Like yeah, very brief. Four or five months? Yeah. Um. Is that? It's not affordable. <laughs> California. It's not yeah. Yeah, California is not. It was gorgeous living on the beach, though. Like, I, I'm really grateful for that time. You know, waking up and you, you see the waves crashing and you smell the salt water. It's amazing. Which yeah. I'm sure you already know. Like, yeah. <laughs> if I could, maybe I'll just be homeless and just live on the beach. I mean, I don't, I feel like there's a whole lot of (laughs) (laughs) in-between. That's where my mind goes, like, fuck it. (laughs) We don't have to go all the way to homeless on the beach, you know. Like, there's simple, you know, simple life. Simple life. You're not fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that was actually, um, as a little girl, <laughs> that was kind of a goal. Um, there's a beach in Bermuda. It's called uh, St. John's Smith Bay. Okay. And it has a cave on the beach. And I was, as a little girl, I was like, I'll just live in that cave when I'm older. So I don't yeah, think I've ever <laughs> let it go. I mean, they have a lot of jellyfish on, on that beach. Like, they don't really let people on, which is uh-huh. perfect if you're homeless yeah. and that's your, your house. I think that life is all about self-discovery, and that is 
that's the great journey. It's just like, yes, pursue happiness, but like really at the end of the day, get to know who you are and what you want, and that will lead you somewhere. I don't think it's predestined in any way. I don't think, I think that some people, I mean, there are, there are people that are just, they, like musicians that pick up their instrument at a young age and that just is, is their voice and that's how they communicate with the world and that's a very beautiful thing. But that's just not for everybody. Some of us are, you know, just more mild, simple creatures or, you know, just interested in more things. And, and the important thing at the end of the day is just acknowledging what it is that you're attracted to and what, you know, vibes with you and, and you know, when you find that you follow it until it grows into something. And don't be lazy about it. And, you know, I know mm-hmm. that I went on a whole tangent about, you know, Caribbean people and just relaxing and, you know, just, like, enjoying. That does not mean get lazy about your life. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, you shouldn't, no one should be complacent if you're, you know, sad, depressed, uh, you know, and I understand that that is actually, that's, that's, that's an, uh, an illness, but you do have to, if you're unhappy with the way things are going, then it's, you're the only person that can really, you know, change that and, and you have the right and the ability to, to do that if you want to. But it falls on you, and I guess that's sort of my thought process on on that. Meow. I'd like to thank Brandy for being such a great guest. We had such a good time. Also, shout out to an unsung hero, another guest I forgot to shout out before, which is Sanji the dog. Brandy's dog, who was barking a little bit in the background. But you know, it's real life. Things happen. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to like, comment, rate wherever you're hearing my voice. If you have any questions or anything you want to chat about, you can comment or slide in my DMs at Jane of All Trades Pod on Instagram. You can also check Brandy out at Effusion Gallery on Instagram and EffusionGallery.com. That's E-F-F-U-S-I-O-N Gallery. And you can also email me at Pod at gmail.com. But until next time. Mm-hmm.